Welcome to the Life Curation Podcast. I'm your host, Andrina Tisi. Together, we will explore thoughts, inspirations, and conversations that feed our soul, spark the mind, and nourish the body. Thank you so much for being here to learn and grow and for walking this journey called life with me. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome to another episode to the Life Creation Podcast. I'm happy you're here as always. And today is another episode where it's the opposite way around that I get interviewed. And it's a huge honor that I am... Um, the first guest of Maya's podcast, Stories Unfolded. And it's quite a personal talk and personal insight into um, my current life and also the, I guess, transition, which is a big word at the moment for me. And at the same time, it is always, <laughs> because actually always and everything is in transition. So we talk about the island life that I'm currently leading and we talk also about how I got to the island and the transition that came and we go way back to my way from Zurich to New York to Vancouver, back to Zurich and from corporate to yoga to health and everything in between <laughs> and yeah I am really happy to share that with you here on the life creation podcast and also keep an eye out for more episode on Maya's podcast of course that is linked in the bio as well and Maya was also on my podcast. So of course, we will link that episode in the show notes as well. And also some other talks where questions were asked to me. So thanks for being here as always. And just before you dive right into the conversation, we did have a few internet glitches, but it should be completely fine. <laughs> Hi, Andrina. Thank you for being here. Thank you for taking your time and being my, um, how do you say, my guinea pig for this first trial, for this first interview. <laughs> uh, I'm super excited. Thank you for having me, Maya. So cool. So we can already kind of place you in the map. Where are you currently located? on La Palma on the Canary Island. Very nice. So I did already the introduction of how we met and everything, but now I'm just going to do three quick questions and then we can dive into your story. What is your favorite Sounds morning good. routine? My favorite morning routine? Um, there's definitely lemon water involved and movement and um, 
stillness in some kind of shape and form. Very nice. Uh, kind of following that, at what time does your actually, uh, does your after this morning routine, what time around, what time does your day start after this routine? Um, it's a little bit different um, since I'm here on the Canary Island because of time change. So, for example, if I would teach at nine in Zurich, that's eight o'clock in the morning here. So it's a little bit earlier. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's probably like, I guess my working day starts around 730. Wow. Early mornings then. <laughs> So this next question is actually inspired by your own podcast. Uh, what will one always find in your fridge? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're seeing each other on the video and you should have seen the face that Anuna just made. <laughs> yeah, dark chocolate, dark and very dark chocolate. Definitely above, um, above 92, probably above 90, but like, I'm, I'm definitely above 92. Nice. I think we're together on that one, hey? <laughs> definitely. Um, if you could choose a superpower, what would it be? Fly. Fly. I feel you on that one as well. <laughs> so let's jump into your story. If I was meeting you for the first time, how would you describe yourself? Mm, I love to learn i love to explore i love to experience things um i think i consider myself open-minded um, um i don't know what the english word is for big eyes goes vague but i think that's whatever that means getting excited about things um curious mind. <laughs> yeah curious mind, yeah and i think I can come across um, maybe reserved sometimes, but maybe that's more because sometimes I'm also shy. So I think I'm a, um, how you call that, outgoing introvert. Cool. I think it's yeah. super interesting because um, normally if you meet people for the first time and you ask them about themselves, one of the first things that they talk about is actually their jobs. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was so cool how you actually didn't talk about that. You talked mm -hmm. about who you were. And that's, I think, something that I, I really appreciate because I, I was expecting, like, I don't know, something else. And then you brought this and I was like, yeah, that's like the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, because I think I think all of that comes into our our work. Right. I think that a lot of people, for example, think that I'm extroverted, but because of my work. But there is like the shyness that I have that a lot of people that know me from work don't realize interesting so so people know i know about you i mean i know a lot about you but people hearing they don't know that much um so what do you what is your work nowadays what is your work now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i do coaching and mentorship and i call that life curation and it is for me a creative process and it has a lot to do with healing and transformation and life curation for me is so curation you know has 
two different aspects to it. You know, we know the curation from the art aspects of it, like putting like a exhibition together or different artwork, collecting them, like, oh, what fits together and what looks cool together and what maybe complements each other. And then the other aspect of curation is cure, so to heal. So for me, then it comes this creating aspect or creative aspect of healing and transformation because i think for many people when we talk about maybe personal development or or personal growth or yeah healing and transformation it has a a heaviness to it or a pretty much my my whole work and in there there is there is yoga there is there is meditation there is different um types of um coaching modalities or however you want to call that um and i'm in process of um the somatic experience training so diving even deeper into the whole um, trauma healing <laughs> and um i also have a second business which is an online shop for um accessories for aromatherapy very holistic a lot of different um tentacles <laughs> so definitely just so people can have a bit of an idea how to imagine your work um how does a typical day for you look like nowadays yeah i don't know <laughs> that's a difficult question because of different reasons as well right <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's. I think there is very diff many different aspects to it because, you know, when you're self-employed, there is. I mean, for or for me, there is no nine to five. Like there is nine to five. I'm. I'm not. I'm saying it as a term or as an example. Um, or I don't have every day the same different um, set set appointments or set schedule or anything. So, um, I don't really have a typical day, and that can be really exciting and sometimes it's also hard because I'm, I'm also a person that likes structure so I really have to give myself the structure right um, and of course and if I have appointments they give me the structure that maybe help me um, but a typical day would be like morning routine um, then um, if I teach, then I teach, and then at one point, if I don't teach, I probably go with my dog first. If <laughs> if I teach, then I go with my dog afterwards. And then right now, um, being here in La Palma, there is a lot of coordination with workers that are on the ground that need nothing or everything, <laughs> needing to tell them what needs to be done, or maybe they want a coffee, you know, and then. Um, if I have um, clients, of course, that then is coordinated um, around all that. And yeah, so I, I, I don't know if that answers your question. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does. I think it's, I mean, as you said, in your, in your lifestyle, it's really hard to, to have a typical routine, right? Because also, just so the listeners know a little bit, I mean, you're in La Palma now because you guys are making a project, constructing I mean, you, the house is already there, right? But um, you're making a new project there. Um, but actually, your base 
is in Zurich, right? Exactly. Um, so it's hard, like you have to kind of find a way to combine these both lifestyles. I guess you're in a transition period as well. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. No. And how do you like, so you, you mentioned about the structure. I'm just going to go a little bit into that because I can imagine for some people, it might be a bit difficult to understand that you don't have a structure, but you do find a structure. So do you structure it, mm -hmm. as you said, with your client meetings? Do you do that like a week in advance? So you have a plan for that week or is it something mm -hmm. more short term? Good question. I think for me, I mean, to go back a little bit, like when I, when I worked in corporate, I think the structure was too much for me. And of course, then when you're self-employed, you have to give yourself the structure, right? So for me, it was a lot over the last like 10 years. You know, at the beginning, I really had to learn to like, because at first I was like, oh, great, now I can do whatever I want. And I'm my own boss. And suddenly I realized, I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Right? Like, I need this structure because it also gives me stability. And like my for example my weekly classes or my bi-weekly appointments with my clients um or my podcast interviews or my meeting with um nadine who i have the the online job with those set appointments give me structure on a I guess on a on a on a business level and that i do I mean, my class, my weekly classes are set right there. They don't, they don't change. And um, Nadine and I have a fixed day. And with my coaching clients, I also schedule those in advance. So those are pretty set. But there's also within that there's lots of flexibility. Like I'm not, like my days are not like full of like ten appointments. You know what I mean? But I have like almost like islands within the week where I know like okay those are kind of my lamppost of structure and then I plan the rest of the week around that yeah so you actually found the perfect balance between let's say a corporate structured reality and a completely free whatever happens whatever <laughs> so I guess you manage yeah. yes. bits and pieces of both and kind of create your own schedule in a way that it gives you enough structure but also enough flexibility to actually put in the things that you want to put in that's absolutely and and i think on a personal level i have my dog that gives me structure because she gets like i, I always say like i'm not sure who is walking who am i walking her or is she walking me <laughs> But that's that's another structure, right? Of course, and I don't. The good thing is, I guess, I trained her in a way that she doesn't need to go out at the same time every day. But at one point in the day, there is that, right? And I have other quote unquote rules for myself that I need in a day that also then give me structure. Like for example, I I can't have every evening something planned like i need to have an evening at least one or two evenings where i have like no plans or no appointments or and i mean here in the palm again it's a little bit different right um the other way around you need uh, to get some days with people <laughs> um i'm fine <laughs> it's so interesting like i, I yeah 
it, it's very interesting how how things shift. Like I don't know if it's age or if it's just different different phases of life. But um, thinking about that, I've lived in New York and now I live on like a quote unquote deserted island. So big, so different. <laughs> so I think that's actually a good a good how can I say a a, a trigger not a trigger but like a a good topic to segue yeah yeah to. To go back a little bit, because um, you've mentioned that you've worked in corporate, but people listening to what you're doing now, um, this more holistic approach to everything, living in an island versus living in New York, that there's quite a big gap in there. Um, Can you give us a little bit of a background story? Like um, when, how, why did you make the shift? What what is this other part of you? Who were you back then? Can you give a little bit of a context? Do you still remember? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Like early early 20s trying to like, you know, I don't know, leave Switzerland desperately. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then ending up in New York. Um, yeah, I think it's. I really wanted to. Yeah, I really did want to leave Switzerland. Um, and didn't want to go to the United States. Ended up in the United States. <laughs> ended up in. Well, you can we can discuss if New York is the United States or not. But that's not a topic. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know. It was great. I learned so much, and I really was like the 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 you know the big world of like you know outside of protected Switzerland. And what were you doing there? Um, yeah, I was working in hospitality management. So it was part of while I was still studying hotel management in Switzerland, and then I I I went to New York, and I and I wanted to be away for a year and a half, and I ended up being away for 14 years <laughs> um that's how life happens right um and then i think to transition um yeah i think there's so many different aspects of it right i think i mean i've, I've worked in high-paced environments corporate and i loved it and then at one point but also realizing there's more to life than just hustling and bustling and and trying to work more just because society is conditioned to, to say that's what everybody has to do i mean it's a little bit extreme said but i think for me a big shift happened when i then moved to vancouver because vancouver is already much slower than new york you moved and also I, the hospitality industry like with a hotel or Exactly, exactly. But there, the first time, because in New York, I was in a visa and I had, and you know, I was bound to the hotel. I didn't even have the freedom to think what else could I do. And then when I moved to Vancouver, I had permanent residency. And suddenly I was like, hey, I can actually do something else if I want to, because I'm not, I don't have a visa. I don't, I'm not bound to a job because in New York, I was, the visa was bound to my job and the hotel and the, the, the employer. And there, the seed kind of was planted. Hey, what else is out there? And, but I mean, it still took me. I mean, let's see. I moved to, um, Vancouver in 2007 and I, Quit my corporate job um, 2013 to 2014. So you see, it still took like 
this whole time to like actually figure out hey you what and of course life happens like there was also like um you need, you need to make money right you cannot you know and then I did I did then start my yoga teacher training and then I did my first coaching um certification and so gradually things started to shift so it was not like one day to the other it was just gradually shifting and I remember I had like these two key moments for me like one I was working I was sitting in my my office at the hotel and first of all I like five minutes like I looked at the clock and it was like I'm like okay I'm doing my thing and then I looked again it was only five minutes past I'm like this is not possible it cannot just be that just only five minutes past and then I was like thinking if I suddenly I imagine myself sitting here at the same desk like three years later and I almost started crying I was like no I can't do that that's not possible <laughs> and at the same time I was you know, trying to build my yoga and my coaching business. And, you know, I was in a relationship. I had friends. I, um, I also had a dog. And, and you know, it's like, I, you can't do everything. You can't work full time and do all these other things as well. So I decided to quit and risk it and say, like, I can always go back to hospitality if it doesn't work out. Yeah. And did you... I mean, during this process that you said you started doing your training and you were thinking, you know, this is not the place I want to be. I want to dedicate my time to something else. Um, did you know already what you wanted to accomplish back then? Like, did you have like, I mean, it, it seems like you were getting kind of the ingredients of a cake, but did you know which cake you were making or not necessarily? <laughs> It's a good question because I like to, and it's a good analogy because back then I was working, you know, I did health coaching. So food was very important. I mean, still is, but um, not in my work as much as it used to be. And I think already there came in a lot of creativity because for me, I think I, I had a vision and I think that's still what's happening right now. I have a vision, but it gets adjusted along the way all the time. So interesting. I think, I mean, it's, yeah, I think that's super interesting and, and super good as well, right? Because you have a direction, but at the same time, you are flexible enough to adjust while it goes because, yeah. Yeah, I think I think also there, I think there is like, I mean, I, I know, I mean, I can take that now and I know because it's also part of my personality, but I also know that there time in my life where it was like oh i wish i would have this like one thing single focus <laughs> right and no matter what done right and i'm like oh but this is also really cool Ooh, oh look at <laughs> <You know? laughs> and yes it's it's cool but right so you know there's different sides to it and of course then it it, it comes also back to then Pulling myself together. Okay, is this is this working towards where you want to go? Staying open. That to it. Well, we just got a little bit of a internet break there. Um, can oh, you okay. the last sentence only. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I think it's it's this. For me, what's important is is that I have a. Um, what can I call? I, I don't want to call it a goal, but I. I Direction. an inspiration or, or a vision or a direction but 
um, yeah, and I mean, it's also a goal, but it also that may change. Maybe I at this point think like, okay, the road is going this way, but actually maybe it's going a little bit more to the left and maybe around the curve and then it's going to go suddenly I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Actually, I, I now want to go there and not where I thought to go. And can I ask you how you deal with that um, in the sense of, is it something that you just kind of, is it okay? Or do you sometimes question like, okay, but actually I want to go there. Why is it going this way or not? I have both days. Some <laughs> days it's, it's, you know, sometimes I'm like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> where, what, how? <laughs> I guess that all, it also makes and, it a little bit fun, right? <laughs> and and then some days it's, it's very clear and it's, uh, yeah, so I, I do have, but I think for me, it's also a lot about how how I want to feel in my life or in my day, in my week, right? How do I, not, not only what I want to do, but also how I want to feel. That's super powerful, yeah. So you mentioned that now you're also a little bit in a transition moment, like I'm going to name some of the stuff that you're doing. So you have the Oil Inspiration podcast, uh, you have different offerings as a coach, EFT, and then you're doing the somatic experiencing training. And now you also have the La Isla project. So it's a, like a lot of stuff. And you mentioned you have a direction, you have a path or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. It's not a goal, but not goal. <laughs> um what what is it like can you share what is your your vision or what how are you what is the cake that you're making at the moment yeah I think I mean I think one of the things for now is the listeners to really um realize I mean I've, this La Isla project it's like three months old so it is or young so baby project so it is, like you said, it is transition. And I think it will be transition for a while. Um, and I think the important thing is is to be in the transition and to ride the wave of the transition. That's for me right now, I think, is, is the lesson and the, the, the learning. And how can, how can I um, balance both? worlds and all these different like you call them tentacles right so and also there to to give it time for that to to settle a little bit within the transition if that makes sense and i think to find again like routines and structure that 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 Sorry, no, I was just going to add that besides being many different projects, it's also a geographical question as well um, mm -hmm. that is added to the thing that you didn't have it before, right? Exactly, exactly. And, and, and on that aspect, I mean, for me, what's really important for me is that it's not about flying back and forth from La Palma to, to Zurich. Like that's on so many levels against my, my values. Um, so it's more, you know, staying in both places longer and not like a weekend here and there in the extreme case, right? Um, which is also better for my personality because it's calmer 
right? Because when I'm here, then I can settle in, and when I'm in Zurich, I can, I can, I can be there, you know. So it's, um, but going back to your question about my vision, <laughs> um, I mean, for me here, this this land, it's just I, I just see myself like walking here and like picking my own food from my garden from my land like really working and being with the resources of, of of nature but not only for myself but for for others like people around that contribute but that also that we it's it's not that it's like a, a community place but it's like for example right now we have um this woman from australia here who's going to She's putting her magic a a give and take, um, and so it's like a co-creation between different people. So that's that's a vision for for this land, and that it's going to be a place like a place to grow. So a place that can grow, nature can grow. I personally can grow. Other people can grow. Um, that's that's a vision for for here, and. For in general, I want to have an impact in the world. I want to have an impact with people. I want to empower people. I want to, I mean, I, I, that's already part of my work, but that's, you know, yeah, also that growing and, 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 and also in different forms, maybe, like maybe that's going to change again, right? Like impact uh, can have very different aspects to it in different phases, right? Um, yeah. That's beautiful. I even got goosebumps when you're talking about La Isla. Like you really, your eyes, they were there. I could see it. Like it was super beautiful. <laughs> um, but I think it's, I mean, as you said, right, you you are making an impact already, but it's beautiful to say that you have this aspiration and this um this dedication to to even do more of that um yeah and just to go back a little bit to one of your early questions like in terms of having a vision like honestly like a year ago if you would have told if you would have told me a year ago where am I now I would have been like what like I had no but, idea but you had the vision already you didn't know where, that you were going to be there but you had that vision already because we talked about it absolutely and I remember like I like you know around the the um, change of the year I guess <laughs> I don't do like you know New Year's resolution but I like in terms of reflection I like to like think okay what were the words for like last year and what were the words for what are what are words for the coming year and I remember last year I said I want to think outside 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 the box like I I, I want to open myself up to things that I cannot even grasp, that I don't even see on the horizon. And then this happens. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. It's, uh, yeah, it's super cool. And I think that also answers a little bit already one of my last questions. There's still one before the last, but... <laughs> Uh, which is a little bit kind of this this Disney dream, right? Which is kind of what your mm. vision. And I think you, the way you said it, it already shows. I, I'm guessing that's one of the things, at least. Yeah. Yes. And and you know, like for me, like I mean, I we don't have that many um, edible plants yet, <laughs> but just 
I mean, if I walk outside, I can I can walk outside here and like go on my tree and pick a lemon. I mean, for me, that's luxury. For sure. Yeah. Right. And and to like, have energy because the sun is shining all the time. So why not use the, you know, energy from the sun? That's for me. That stuff like that. I think it's just makes me really like so yeah, feeling also empowered. And I wanna share that empowerment in however way and form, shape and form with also clients and, and, and communities and friends and loved ones and, and empowerment for me is a, it's, it's an important word and I wanna I do that I wanna do it even more. That's amazing. So from what you said in a few years we won't see you in Zurich anymore, will we? <laughs> I do like Zurich, so, you know. <laughs> Probably less and less, I'm guessing. <laughs> you know, it's really interesting. Like, that's, I think that's, like, so many, you know, people ask that. Are you going to move? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you're open, and that's the important thing. Just let things flow as they have to. But I guess you're definitely already in a really, really good path. <laughs> So since I, I mentioned, I mean, you answered already the last question, so I'm just going to do the question before the last, <laughs> as the last one. Um, if you could give one advice to your younger self, what would it be? I think it goes right into that, into the unknowing. Like, it's okay to not know. And it's also okay to say, I don't know. And to also give myself permission to think and feel about things not having to make decisions right away like being okay to yeah i need to think about it i need to sleep over it i i don't know that's so good because i i i did and i still do have a tendency to get really excited about things and then i say yes very fast and then suddenly i'm like oof <laughs> why <laughs> Too much. <laughs> um, and to trust that, that um, the answers will come, that the clarity will come. And sometimes it takes a while. And then sitting in that uncertainty and then in that maybe unknowing, that can be tricky. But I think that's, um, I've learned that and I'm still learning that. So that will be something I would, one of the probably many things I would tell myself. <laughs> But I think that one is such an important one and one that I'm sure everyone can can implement more in their lives. <laughs> we get the tendency to get a bit anxious when we don't know things. But as you said, there is a beauty in that actually, right? And the, the answers will come when, when they have to come at the end. Yeah. So thank you so, so much, Andrina, for being here, for not here, but there. <laughs> as we have a bit of a notion between us but um thank you so much thank you so much for all these valuable um insights as well and i'm super curious to see um where this path is gonna take you me too <laughs> and thank you my dear Well, if you're listening to that now, thank you for sticking around all the way. I did also mention that I have a retreat coming up and a vision board workshop 
and manifestation workshop. <laughs> so a little bit of um, marketing here. <laughs> um, check it out. It's also linked in the show notes. And of course, as I mentioned, see and listen Maya and also look at her photography. Amazing stuff. And, you know, those magic five stars and a review is helpful for me. It's helpful for Maya and it's all also helpful to our guests. So do it. <laughs> Talk soon. Bye.